Hey there, audio listener. Thank you so much for the support. We know that you, the people who listen on audio often in your cars, are the most dedicated listeners. We really appreciate it and appreciate the support. And uh, it's more important than ever for you to uh, help us. If you want the show to continue by joining at lottowithcreditor.com slash mugclub. I'm not even going to edit that. lottowithcreditor.com slash mugclub. Everyone misspeaks every now and then. Uh, you get the hand-etched mug, hand-painted mug, and, of course, the entire Blaze TV catalog, as well as exclusive episodes that you don't see on YouTube, you don't uh, get on iTunes. Uh, so please do join up. It's more important than ever. $69 if you're a student, veteran, or active military. Just enter in that code, and uh, hopefully we'll be here to serve you with this show for uh, as long as you guys join. Enjoy the show. Hey, show's coming up in a minute, but you know that, especially if you're a member of uh, Mug Club at lightofcredit.com slash Mug Club. That's the only way that any of this content is available, and I want to let you know that we had to pre-tape some things today, eh, some elements, because uh, my wife is uh, in the emergency room, probably fine, not COVID-related, actually could be serious, um, but uh, so prayers are appreciated. I've seen some uh, comments on Twitter. We will be talking about Donald Trump's executive order in the last segment, and next Monday, Good Morning Mug Club is going to be my half-Asian lawyer, ins and outs of this executive order. That's all we're going to do for you. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Cultural Appropriation Month. Uh, uh, yeah. with Crowder Studios, protected exclusively by Walther. And Betty! Samson, I just don't understand why you won't tell me what would make you as weak as any other man. What? What? I repeat, what? Is that a... Of course not. Why would, why would I tell you that? Oh, you don't trust me? Is that it? Is that a serious question? Is that a serious question? Of course I don't trust you. The last time we went out for Drink Tuesday at happy hour, you said, hey, what would make you as weak as any, you remember? What would make you as weak as any other man? I said, oh, I don't know, I don't know. We had a couple of daiquiris and I said, oh, you know what? If I wake up tied in fresh ropes, lo and behold, the very next morning, tied with fresh ropes. They still smell like new ropes. That was a sex thing, Samson. Oh, oh, it was a sex thing. Was it? Was it, was it a sex thing? Because I don't remember any sex as part of that thing. Oh, while we're on the subject, and next time, well, well, what would make you as weak as any other man? Why don't you trust me? And I tell you, you know, if someone were to tie my hair in a weave, I would lose all my power, and I wake up like this. Who would love the new look? Who would love this new look? Who, my boy George? No one likes this look. Samson, I just need you to trust me. Oh, you need me to trust you. Okay, now we're at the point where we talk about your needs. Forget about my needs at all. As the strongest man in the world who's, who's actually tasked with ensuring the bloodline of the Lord's people effectively. Do you, have any, do you have any idea how hard it is to kill over a dozen people with the jawbone of a donkey? No, do you know how hard it is to actually get a jawbone off a donkey? This isn't going to work if you don't trust me. 
boxed boundaries. No boundaries. We need to work on this together. We're a team. We are not each other's enemy. My hair. Okay? That's the source of all my power. You want me to trust you? There it is. I'm being vulnerable instead of angry because anger is not an emotion. It simply masks the real emotion. We know that. My hair were cut, I'd be as weak as any other man. because I'm inspired. Oh. I just recently, I swear, there's a silver lining with all this COVID and businesses shutting down. Yeah. Uh-huh. There is still in Texas a jazzercise studio really? open. Oh, wow. Hey. Yeah. I, I saw it in a strip fingers. mall. Wow. No, oh. it's still there. So <laughs> good on you, jazzercise. And uh, I know nice. that many of you are asking what the Samson sketch is. Any, any uh, enhancements? Pure Crowder. And it doesn't happen by accident, Cuomo. Right? We have that in common. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza is going to be on the show today. Huge. Which I very much enjoy him as a guest. Uh, My half-Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond, is here. Yo. Quarter Black Garrett, how are you, sir? I'm very disappointed in my community. Oh, no. Oh, yes. uh, Yes. Don't like leading it with this. (laughs) Oh, boy. No uh, context yet. Wow. Just right to the 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 video. I got to get off my chest. Oh, God. Inappropriate. I wish we didn't do this live to tape. And Gerald A. is here. What's the wine of the day? One of the day is Dow Reserve Cab. Giant etched oh, bottle. Oh, Dow nice. Reserve. Yeah, By the fantastic. way, rallying. Um, the, oh, I, I see, see what, what you oh, did yeah, there. Yeah, oh. It's a horrible start to the show. Question uh. of the day. Uh, does it seem that Governor... We're going to be talking, obviously, about what's going on in Minneapolis. And we don't have all the info yet. But I also want to talk about Gretchen Whitmer. Mm. Uh, and if you think she's going oh. to be the next AOC. Also, if you believe that she is actually evil. Mm. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But first... This is uh, hopefully what happens when uh, Joe Biden debates Donald Trump. Or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does a human cost? Uh, now, I don't know if everyone can uh, play that again. Can you guys yeah, hear that? Was, no, listen, a, listen, you got to listen. Stop work on roads and bridges. So what does a human cost? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's l- listen <laughs> to that on. again. Everyone listen yeah, to that right, right, right. This no, is no, not edited right. from what I hear. Sure. came from the Daily Caller, so yeah, you know it's yeah. good. Or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does a okay. human cost? Uh, <laughs> Did that really happen? Big blink. Stay in the basement and get an exhaust fan. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the guy on the other split screen was like, hmm. Oh, uh, what was that? I told you. <laughs> I didn't think it was real, but then I looked at that guy's face and he heard it. Yeah, he heard it. He heard it. Oh, could be the leader of the free world. <laughs> Here's what I told you. I don't think Joe Biden is going to debate Donald Trump in person. Maybe on Skype. Yeah. Because he can have a directional lavalier mic, but he can't do a debate just for the walk. We all. He has a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never know when you're going to get the walking farts. You know? We did you're lead right. this show off with farts. Yeah. Just want to make sure that you. Because uh, I know we're going to be talking about Minneapolis and all this cruelty and right. all this division. So, you know, we figured that we would just sort of pave the way a little bit, throw you off the scent with uh, Joe Biden farting. Yeah. Leading <laughs> the news uh, is a Peruvian mayor, by the way. He was caught breaking curfew to go drinking curfew with the COVID. Oh, oh. Good so enough reason. To avoid arrest, he actually jumped into a coffin. 
He jumped into a coffin and he pretended to be dead from the coronavirus. Wow. <laughs> I like this guy. It didn't work. It's creative. Just to be clear. It's very creative, though. Yeah, it's I mean, good. It's good. Sir, I'm we saw you. Uh, yeah, and uh, this is why I have very little respect for Peru. That's ethnocentric. Yeah. Okay, so it should be noted uh, <laughs> that he did, though, allegedly find some inspiration from a retro, and they're doing this a lot with films, a retroactively oh. COVID-sensitive, oh, okay. friendly re-edit of, of My Girl. Yeah. Let us pray in silence. One go tree climbing Tom Strait. His face hurts. And where is his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. Put his glasses on. Put on his glasses. Oh, By the way, no. the death certificate reads COVID. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Okay. Even yeah. with the, the stings. Just, you would yeah. think it was the bee stings. Right. No. Right. no. Turns no. out he's just a cinephile. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> the bees have the COVID. The bees have the COVID. They did. They spread it that way. Just ah. like that crappy film with Mark Wahlberg. What was it called? Uh, it was The Bees and the Wind? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Happening. The happening. Happening. Yeah. happening. I blocked that out. You should. <laughs> um, really bad. Turning to science, because we are the party of science. Oh, now. yeah, of that course. Is yeah. By the way, that, that is absolutely true. There is no way May 28th, 2020, yep. anyone can argue for the draconian lockdowns that we have seen in this country no. based on science or data. That's it. You guys are, that's yeah. it. You're it's done. done. Yeah. Yours is based on emotion. People who say we need to ease into reopening and do it in a responsible way. That's the party. That's the ideology of science. That's it. You're done. Everyone loves the winner. That's us. No one likes the loser. That's you. Turning to science. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I'm glad you defined that. Some women, you know, they're just so whining about this. <laughs> ah, Texas is real. Ah, shut up. I know. Just, just shut so up. so done with yeah. it all. Am God. I angry? Yes. A little bit. Um, <laughs> so in science, some women now, they're actually using virtual reality headsets to make the process of birthing their baby more oh. bearable. Yeah. 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 Well, mm. Coincidentally, Gerald's wife does the same thing during sex. Yes. Oh. So. Wow. Oh, Wait. Wow. wow. It's almost like I'm not here. <laughs> oh. No, okay. Man, you know, guys, this is you know, the jokes are supposed to be not that true. <laughs> I, I was told. <laughs> close to home. Listen, I was told it would enhance the experience. By the way, it wow. is not okay. true. I will say this, Gerald. The only reason we, we rag on Joe is because he can take it. He actually is very smart. He's got a nice big penis. Yeah, well, you oh. know. Wow, wow. <laughs> I wouldn't say nice. Listen, it's not fake news. I was editorializing a little bit. <laughs> But it's a judgment She's call, a and I made it. Sure, yeah, I made know, it. I respect that. Hey, yeah. whose name is that? That that would be I you. I can add yes. nice That's as a, a descriptor That's a good point. to Gerald's nice. rotund yeah. penis. Nice yeah. There we go. What can I say? You're a good guy. This is the moment when we get labeled as fake news. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, actually, this yeah. is what does it, yeah, Bill? Yeah, ten, ten Pinocchios. They're going to be like, see Pinocchio, see Gerald? Not the same size. Yeah. Uh, not at all. The same size. I think it was labeled fake news when his wife said, don't worry, it happens to lots of guys. So, yep. um, Wait, what? We have... <laughs> he, he agreed to it. I don't like the direction of my life right now. <laughs> uh, finally, we do actually... We do have some sad news to um, oh. to get to, and, and, and this is... I say sad... Uh, it's really not that sad. No. But because uh, people right now are thinking, sad, I don't know what's happening oh, in Minneapolis. No, 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 no it's not no, that. Don't no, worry. No, no, no. Not yeah. It's very silly. That's later. This is silly a sad. It's a silly place. Um, <laughs> an alligator rumored to have belonged to Adolf Hitler has died. This comes from the Associated wow. Press. Oh. Though the, the zoo noted that animals are not involved in war and politics, and it is absurd to blame them for human sins. Tell that to Adolf Gator. Wow. Evil. The yeah. dimensions are Evil. perfect for yeah. the armband. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is the thing, too. A lot of people don't realize this, though. Um, a lot of the Nazis' pets 
They oh. exist for, and there's a lineage of them. You know, some really? of them went okay. to Argentina. Right. right. Uh, That's weird. Yeah. I don't know Maybe where else. Yeah, it's just Argentina. But it's been a lo- it's been an ongoing problem. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to be clear what we're about to talk about. I don't want to uh, condone it or support no, them sure, in any way. Sure. I think I think the Nazi pets the anti- they need to be eradicated. They should yeah. probably er- eradicated oh, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How does the shoe feel on word. the other talent? You are the ones to whom we're going to issue final because they're they are anti-Semitic. There has been a a pandemic of anti-Semitic Nazi pets. That have huh. gone out and created a whole new genetic lineage, and it's a problem. Which wow. brings us to this week's seven plus one. You forgot the one in the chamber. I always forget. That's what oh, gets you is the one in the chamber. Every single, uh, this week is seven seven plus one uh, of history's most notorious anti-Semitic <laughs> animals. Yeah, serious business. We're steering right into it, folks. <laughs> it's an educational show. Really. So, uh, yeah, the, Nature Channel is, again, and it's us. been a problem. It's a yeah. pandemic, not right. a fan. It's we a are pandemic. all condemning yeah. these yeah. animals with a of, long and storied yes. history of, Let of, us be clear. of track it. record of, of being anti-Semitic. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Joseph Gobbles. That one's been a real problem. Oh, yeah. wow. That's, Nazi that's Turkey. Still, oh, persuasive. I wonder how the jacket stays Evil. on. Uh, number six. <laughs> that's the fashion question. So inquisitive. Uh, numbers, though this one actually, she didn't so I don't know that she yeah. was anti-Semitic so yeah. much as she was an accessory. Number six of yeah. our seven plus one most anti-Semitic animals was, of course, Ava Brown Bear. So that was oh. a big one. <laughs> yeah. We'll never know if she was in that bunker. Uh, oh, Bill, half Asian Bill Richmond, give us number five. Number five of our seven plus one most anti-Semitic animals. The Ku Klux Klan. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And if you look, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. They really, bastards. and they fly in Vs. Oh. Wow. So it creates a headwind yes. to protect the other hoods from flying off. Yeah. Uh, if it was chickens, it would be the clue, cluck, cluck, cluck. Yes, just the clue, cluck, 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 cluck. It's not Second spelled cousin. the same. And they would become no, president okay. pro temporum of the Senate. Oh. Masks or no masks. <laughs> of course, yeah. A little bit of a Robert Byrd joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's a genre. Right. Uh, oh, number four, them. and these ones, because now they've actually migrated from Asia, you know, here, you've heard about really, this, the, yeah. the Japanese killer hornets. Yeah. Now, this is a problem that we have. Number four, the Zyklon bees. So that's, yeah. uh, that's a real... Deadly. Uh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and number three, you know what? I don't want you guys to have this kind of heat. Yeah. I'll just read these. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I said, you guys are going to take, take one, one like, of the I don't team. want to. Yeah. I don't want to read I'll Ava read it. Brown I'll do it. Bear. I don't care. Oh, well, this one was a, so this was a, this was a performing oh. artist. This person went viral, Very actually, nice. this animal. Wow. And uh, a lot of people didn't really understand what was being subliminally pushed there. So you can read us uh, number four. Number three, you mean? Oh, number three. Swastikats. Yeah, that was Mm. that was Wagner. (laughs) It was. Wow. Ah. Staying on brand. Very smart, this show. Very smart. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Yes. no, that cat is very smart. Well, sure, yeah. sure. Because he, he could have been more on the nose. Yeah. But instead, uh, he just directed people to one of the most notorious anti-Semites of our time in Wagner, who also yeah, happened yeah. to be musically very gifted. Yeah, but disgusting. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Horrible, totally Separate the horrible. art from the artist. Right. Yes. You, know. you attract more Aryans with honey than vinegar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Number two in our seven wow. plus one. Most anti-Semitic animals throughout history, uh, and this, you know, some of them they travel in, you have the Ku Klux Klan, they travel right. in packs. Right. right. And then sometimes you just have, you have your lone wolves, which are, uh, or lone wolf, I should say, plural, lone wolves. <laughs> lone wolf, it's a problem as well, so who can yeah. forget, you remember, the infamous Stormfront Anteater. Yeah. So that's just, but he acts, oh, he acts man. alone. <laughs> See this? Lots of, that means lots not of body art. welcome. Is that a polar bear? I have no idea. It's no. an, it's an, it's an anteater. anteater. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
Get your, you don't know. You Eyes just, They eat them before they can grow old. Look, if anyone knows their animals here, it's me, all right? Yes, very right? bizarre yeah, yeah. animals. You just proved it. <laughs> uh, and the number one most anti-Semitic animal that we could think of, of course, was the Gestapopotamus. So that uh, one was pretty, yes. yeah. That was That's a very real accurate. <laughs> it looks like That's we a hired photo. a hippopotamus. It does. <laughs> yes. It looks like Archduke Ferdinand. Why is he wearing that like spiked helmet? Uh, it's like the wrong war. Well, look, I don't know. It's a carry At a certain point, you're running out of ideas. And our plus one uh, most anti Semitic animals of all time is uh, actually Congresswoman Ilan Otter. <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, I know people are going to get upset and say, well, yeah. why, why could you make light? How could you make light of the Nazis? Hoss, <laughs> you, you think that we're making, do you understand that we're making fun of Nazis? Like, do you <laughs> think true. the SS would be flattered? Mm. <laughs> Look at the jacket. I like the way you fix the powerful animal. That's very much an, no, of course, they'd be pissed. Like, Who did this? Is this the work of the Juden? It's not always the work of the Juden, okay, Hitler? It's sometimes right. it's just the work of incredibly immature hosts who are tired yeah. about, they're tired of covering COVID. That's true. It's and true. so we yeah. figure we would throw a little salt in, in your wounds because we're not Nazi fans. Yeah, not at all. Um, rub it in the neck. Rub yeah, it yeah. right in. Uh, how mad do you think they were, the, like the remaining Nazis, when they saw the land speed records? Just being <laughs> obliterated. We superior. It's like, really? Because the top 20 fastest people yeah. ever disagree. Doesn't it You're not even close. Yeah. You're not even on the same track. You're still warming up behind the blocks. Gosh. My point is there's a strong argument there that is. Germans are an inferior race. Uh, who's the winner of our trivia contest from us? The is week? off the hook. I'm not going to say that username. Yeah. I don't, good, you're right past oh, that. Oh, wow. If you answer correctly, uh, Stephen Crowder is a piece of shit. Oh, from the answer oh, from last yeah. week. Yeah. Well, I don't that, know if I would. Give him a gift. So. I don't know if I would call that correct. Correct, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> <answering> correct. <laughs> a little bit. Accurate. Maybe give it context. What was the wow. question, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the question is. Yeah, I feel right. like we should be including the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't there, there, you know, it's funny. There was no question. I don't want this to be on the next Vox highlight reel. <laughs> Look, uh, even his own, even his own nose. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's oh, move on here to the uh, the Black Lives Matter burning down all of <sighs> Minneapolis here for people Jeez, who, uh, yeah. and it's still unfolding as this goes on today. So yeah. I want to be very clear, and we're going to get hopefully in the close to uh, Donald Trump's executive order um, yeah. with social media fairness, which yeah. you know, it's like, fairness. what does that mean? Yeah. It's going to be so fair. The most hey, fair. excuse me, <laughs> the most you don't fair. know fair. I would never call myself the most fair. People call me fair Trump. That's what they say. They call Trump down fair towers. Do you know what they call my stakes? I don't know. Fair <laughs> stakes. Uh, yeah, Medium fair. So. <laughs> so bad. Um, this is what, what sort of obviously spurred on the rioting, looting, yeah. and destroying your own neighborhood. Um, productive is uh was this and i want to warn you it's obviously very disturbing and we're going to talk about this incident with the cop first that led to this right because i think that's important uh so if you have children right now uh this isn't a trigger warning it's an actual warning right. the following clip you don't see anyone obviously die in this clip but it does give you an idea as to why people are mad <laughs> Bro, with your feet on his head, man, you get off the 
Now, let me be really, I don't want to do a oh, Covington gosh. kids thing where I, I never, we don't have all of the facts, yeah. okay, to be clear. Now, yeah. there very well may be a justifiable reason for the police officer to have handcuffed him and put him on the ground first. Right. But that yeah. is irrelevant to what I think is totally unacceptable, and that when the guy passed out, he kept his knee on the guy's yeah. neck. That's probably something on which you're not going to change my mind if yeah. a police officer's job is to de-escalate and keep people safe. We don't have all the information, but what we do see, there's no acceptable justification for keeping your knee on someone's cervical spine after they're no longer moving and they are handcuffed. That, that's yeah. the most important part is like if you watch the entire video that uh, Ms. Frazier, the lady who took that video, who's now right. being harassed online, by the right. way. Um, but, you know, the, the video itself goes on for more, I think it's a minute and a half, yeah. Yeah. where he clearly passes out in mm -hmm. the first 30 seconds of the video. Yeah, he and, went limp. I mean, if anything, but, he's like, out. look at the cop, right? Like, look at his hand. His hand is just, like, in his jacket, like he's about to sidle up and ask you for your phone number at a bar. I mean, right. he's clearly What bars are you going it. to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People reach in your jacket No, no, they put the their concrete? hands in their pocket yeah. and they walk up and they're like, hey. That's what that guy looks if like. I if you really play your cards right, you might get a Kirby. Oh, my gosh. That's Bill's bar. <laughs> no, Not mine. His bar. bar. Okay. Right, his right. Bar. my bar. Okay. Yeah, no. mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's no reason for, I mean, especially when somebody is handcuffed like yeah. that. And, and I know police officers hear all the time, oh, I can't breathe. I have to use the restroom. The cuffs are too tight. Like, I understand they hear that right. stuff all the yeah. time. That does not excuse what we just saw there. Right? No. There was no threat to the officers. Well, it doesn't officers. excuse. And I will say this. Just like, obviously, you cannot, you can't tar all black people by the actions of no, these horrible people. Of not. Now, granted, that's more than one lone cop. You're talking about hundreds, if not thousands, and then tens of thousands of pe people on black Twitter, which is an interesting subculture right now. It that is, uh, I hate to say, kind unfortunately, breeds more racists when they're encouraging looting. But again, we don't have all the facts. It could not be less relevant as to why people are upset. Yeah. And I think that the cop is wrong, and he was fired. We don't know what the charges will be. It's not like a Darren Wilson scenario where uh, Mike Brown was reaching for his gun and was punching him actively. Right. Yeah, totally and different. there was an altercation. Yeah. It's not even like, Aub uh, what was his name, Aubrey that just happened, yeah. where the guy wasn't under control. He, pa he reached for the guy's gun, right? And then yeah. the guy shot the gun. So there's two people panicking. This is something that I want to make. This is why I'm against female police officers. Let me explain here. What you are seeing is panic. What I want and yeah. what we need with police officers, and some do meet these, uh, these qualifications, but not all of them do. I want them to be as powerful as humanly possible so that we can see some bridled strength. And a lot of people, they yeah. believe these myths, these lies, like, oh, Navy SEALs or Army Rangers or cops, they can kill you right away. Well, first off, we don't want someone whose only option is to kill you, and most of them can't. Right. Police yeah. officers get a seminar once a year. The Hodge twins, they never fired their sidearm right. when they were in the Marines. Jocko Willink has talked about this. He wants to train up police officers so that they can actually yeah. control people and be adept in combat, because people often see strength as bullying. No, bridled power is how you avoid panic. And let's remove intent from it. People get yeah. killed from panic all the time. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. People can't control themselves. They're not experienced, and so they panic. Good example would be how many people here have been bitten by dogs. I'm willing to bet that it's most likely a small dog. I was bitten on the face by a small dog. <laughs> Betty, if she does that, she's on the nightly news, and she's yeah. helicopter flown into the euthanizing whatever Jeez. place. The euthanasia. Yeah, it's place. a volcano. No one gives it's her a chance. No, yeah, it's a volcano. <laughs> so, but the point is, yeah. big dogs don't tend to. Right. No. Because Betty understands that she does have power. It's bridled right. strength. She's yeah, exactly. been trained. But a small Yorkshire Terrier, what happens? They're small, and they bite. Yeah. You, you obviously, you played football at Notre Dame. Yeah. Right? So you went there. Oh, Irish. You had played high school your whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, you went, obviously, one of the top schools in the country. When you were on the field, did you panic and not know what to do? No. No, because you were experienced. Your first football game, confident. did you yeah. panic? Yeah, of course. Do you panic every time you go into a courtroom? <laughs> nope. 
Exactly. Yeah. That's the point. But how, what, how do you expect officers who aren't regularly engaging in combat and aren't entirely sure that they can control the situation, how do you expect them to not panic? Let's use a very specific example there. Let's say uh, Muhammad Ali. Right, we can use Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, Mike Tyson, take your pick. Yeah. If some guy in the street throws a punch at them, now, could they hurt him? Sure. But they could just as easily avoid the punch yeah. and keep themselves safe. Well, they're very if you confident. The, the yeah. danger is a lack of options. Yeah, and exactly. that's what I see there is a cop who's trained poorly, a lack of options, and very well could be a dick. But we don't yeah, know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the question. When you look at him, he doesn't look like he's struggling. He doesn't look like there's right. – I mean, the, the, the officer, right. right? The officer, you know, I, I'm not saying that he wasn't confused about what to do or, or – I mean, clearly he was confused. Either he was intending to cause this kind of pain and result or right. just didn't care about whether the result is happening. Or, like we've seen a lot of times, they don't know what to do. He goes from zero to shooting, right? right. Um, yeah. Or here, it's it's not even bothering to check the person right. who you're kneeing on uh, yeah. to figure out is it necessary or not necessary because the whole minute goes by where the the guy's passed out, right. and yet the officer's not checking. Um, I, I don't personally think that it's a matter of whether you have a, a woman or a man as a cop, because there are weak men who will panic. Sure. Like in this example, right. um, you just got to have proper training. Yeah, but that being said, I mean, if you if you look at the strongest women in the military right now, they still have to do a dead hang instead of pull-ups because there's a difference in strength. That's well, they yeah, don't have to. They are allowed to. You should just make it equal. Most women of, have well, to. Yeah, most we, women we, couldn't no, do no, the pull-ups. But that's what I'm saying. Most women don't, so you just make yeah. the test equal. Yes. Oh, yes, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm right, saying yeah. if you can meet the test yeah. and the qualifications, yeah, 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 and yeah. part of that test should be combat. Yeah, but part it, of that test should be subduing an unwilling opponent, or you don't get to be a cop. Yeah, exactly. You need to have the confidence to be able to do this, and it seems like this. the cop is probably used to kneeling on on you know suspects back when on the ground. It's a great way to pin them down and to keep them from moving but the guy's already handcuffed yeah this is yeah. what you do when you're point, trying to control a suspect you i don't know that there and maybe cops out there that can i don't know that you're in much danger when somebody is lying flat on their stomach with handcuffs on right especially when you're in close proximity with four other officers exactly around, or yeah. three other officers whatever the total was like it just seems like a just a gross negligence yeah can, can i just jump in real quick yes. with the point i did not realize this because i read many many articles about it and then watched some of the videos uh this morning is that actually one of the officers that was there is asian yeah mm -hmm. like yeah. he's clearly very like east asian yeah. i know um, and yet all the articles say four white cops were fired right. yeah for it's easier to say that I mean, but, the, the, but there's the, definitely the something going on here where it hasn't matter. been accurately it hasn't been accurately told yet because yeah. we don't know everything but sure. you are right and sure. i was disappointed asian cop could have used a dim mock just oh Pass out. Yeah, exactly. No one gets hurt. He no makes, need danger. Yeah. So this, of course, <laughs> led to, um, obviously, the natural response, which has been taking place. Uh, burning down in your own neighborhood. Here you go. Dang. It's a COVID sale. Apparently, she couldn't loot Bed Bath & Beyond. Lamps. Let them know. Yeah. Let them know. Oh, I think they hear you now. Yeah. At first they thought you were an incompetent hooligan with yeah. no respect for individual rights, but holy crap! Uh, you've corrected me, sir. Yeah. It's disappointing. Did we split in some photos of Beirut? And by the way, it, yeah, it, right? it, that was going on for a while, and it only got worse from there. Yeah. My life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No bleeding. Don't really care if I cut my arm bleeding. <laughs> Who would yep. have known wow. the carriage of justice would be one Papa Roach? <laughs> Worst <laughs> atrocities. Um, <I've> <laughs>
It is. And by the way, you know, I don't understand this. This happened in Ferguson and Baltimore. Yeah. You know who were, you, who's hurt the most? Black people. Yes. If you're going to yeah. do this and you're wrong and you're racist and you hate all... Go burn down a yacht club for yeah, crying exactly. out loud. At least that makes sense. You don't destroy your own house and burn down businesses. Find the nearest racquetball court. Yeah, exactly. They employ black people. What have about all the black people? Have you seen people just, just their justifications? I burned down Target because I feel like I got a Target on my back my entire life so you can know the pain that I feel. There was a lady in there. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to O'Reilly. Oh, 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 f*** you. <laughs> also has an auto zone on his back, too. Yeah, yeah. auto zone. Yeah. 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 Mobs, I guess, don't travel well. I guess that's why but, they just, uh, the, wherever they form, they just <laughs> yeah. destroy. And by the, by the way, does anyone else notice, I know I'm going to sound conspiratorial, but right before 2016, the election, that's when Black Lives Matter came up to yeah. the agenda. We had Baltimore. Then it kind of, remember we were talking about this a few weeks ago. Like it kind of disappeared yeah. right back. We went from yeah. impeachment, right, Russia collusion, to impeachment, and that was failed. Then we had to keep COVID uh, as the biggest pandemic our, our globe has ever seen yeah. until now, and this will probably also be included into election. It yeah. is remarkable yeah. to me that it always seems to come up coming into election. And yeah. I just want to know, how does this help anybody and something I want to be clear about to the to the black community okay and I know I can't talk to the black community because I'm white but you know what okay this is just me as an ignorant white guy there needs to be some condemnation here let's compare by the way the reaction that we've all had here with the police officer white or not yeah. where we said that's wrong yeah. and I also would encourage you right now everyone watching go to the big conservative websites take your pick go to uh, conservative reddit go to Breitbart go to Huffington uh, not Huffington Post yeah. whoa, go to whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> the right scoop go to hot air take your pick and read the write-ups and see if you find them condemning that police officer. I haven't read one that has not. Now, go to black Twitter yourself. There are tens of thousands of people saying, this is what you get. This is Actively calling for And us. when they yeah. ask for white yeah. people to condemn shooters who happen to be white, who, by the way, aren't doing it in the name of whiteness, yeah. we've all been, sure, no problem, we can yeah. condemn them. These people right now, and these people, I mean the people who are burning things down and starting the hashtag All Lives Matter slash Black Twitter, they are hijacking your entire race of people. We need to see condemnation from leaders in the black community. I've been yeah. watching CNN all day, and they're going, well, of course, we want it to be peaceful. But this is why. No, there is <laughs> yeah. no but no. this is why. no. I mean, we got check marks calling for this, right. encouraging yeah. this, saying this is a good thing, like it's altruistic or it's righteous. This is not good. This doesn't fix anything. It just no. destroys their own stuff. I, I say, don't give them federal funding to fix the city. Right. Just, just leave it. Let it be that way. Well, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. But where am I going to get my alternator? Hold on. I mean, <laughs> I done burned down O'Reilly's. You saw that shit? People not getting funding because some people made a problem. That's like saying, well, if you have a certain number of murders in your city, we're not going to fix your highways. I mean, it ultimately, why, comes should, down so, to why is, should other taxpayers pay for their city to be fixed? Because it's not the rest of the people that did it. Well, saying the mean, other people I'm saying private. that city, that city let sure. this happen. They let it happen so they shouldn't get fixed. Why, well, why do you think the city let it happen? What do you mean? Why did the city let it happen? How did the city let it happen? Quarterback, you're talking to because, a lawyer. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He's a prick. Ask me to do math and when his brain short circuits yeah. move on. That's true. Oh, yeah. And I cannot yeah. do nails. But my point is that I, I think that, you know, I, I, the intent of your statement, though, I think is very important, which is that we need to... Hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh. oh, what? It's got to be fun. How does that feel? Can you hear me? Yeah. Wow. I want to make sure, is my message yeah. getting across? I I picked up the message. I get you it. hate Toshiba. I yes. get it. Yeah. Just want yeah. to make sure that we're being productive. <laughs> <laughs>
Go ahead. Continue yeah, I, with your I, argument. I, I, so so the, the point that yeah. you're making is someone who are we going to punish here, right? We, right? And we need to punish the people who are actually doing wrong. Yeah. And to the extent that there was folks who were letting that happen. And it's, it's true that there's probably a lot of people outside of the community that came in. Because that happens all the time during riots. They'll come out. Well, you're right. Come into the place that. Right. And so ultimately the question is like, okay, so in the same way that we think reparations are wrong because you're punishing people who didn't actually commit the wrong, I do think punishing the rest of the city because you know, let's say 5,000 people were participating in that riots, right? How about I mean, this? I think maybe you're you're yeah. miscommunicating yeah. uh, here. No state funding at all to that city or federal fund. If the yeah. city, the municipality, they wants to, to spend it, it they have sure. To if it. the taxpayers say we want to fix our city, sure. But the rest of the people in the state shouldn't. Yeah, that makes, I, mean, I, I can I can see that. Yeah. Well, and see I, that. I don't even. I, so what? Did, did this happen yesterday or was it the day before that this happened? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay. Were so you cryogenically frozen? Pretty much. For a week? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was the day before. Sorry, I, I wasn't did paying they, attention. Did they wheel you out from morning. next to Walt Disney? P- pretty much. <laughs> Is this okay? So so the cops have been fired. So immediate action was taken, yeah. and they're looking at this. Sometimes for justice to take place, like you you have to investigate, you have to charge right. people, you have to go through a process. We haven't even we haven't even gotten today two yet to be done right, right? and so yeah. i don't think that protesting like this and rioting and burning right. things down is ever a productive thing to do right. well, we but, already if, been you're, through but that. if you're ever going to do it like yeah. I, I don't ever we, no one here it. supports riot no, 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 but i feel no. like we're going around in no, circles no i'm not going around in circles okay. what i'm saying is when when the oj verdict came out they were they were protesting the end result of justice not happening in their or, or sorry not uh, oj but when uh rodney was, king rodney king was rodney. beaten thank you they were protesting that. Nothing has happened yet. Right. Nothing like this could be taken care of. Yes. Okay. Well, no, they're saying it's, it's too late offense. because someone was killed. And I understand yeah. that. But if we're talking about a system that is stacked against yeah. you, you do need to let the system work. Right. And see what happens. I understand that point, but they would say, well, yeah. one life lost is one life too many. And we agree. But that doesn't mean that the entire system is racist. Right. You could have one racist cop. All right. We'll, yeah, we'll no, keep yeah. you. We'll, we'll keep following this. And right. I just I just really uh, hope this doesn't end up into right. a Baltimore and Ferguson. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? What's really un- black Twitter, black Twitter. And this is we've talked. You, you've spent some time there in black Twitter. Here's what I hate. This right now. Will breed more racism. Yes, guys. Yes, it breeds more racism. You are perpetuating you, meaning you, not all black people. In case you're going to try and hang me on that, and I don't really give a rat's ass at this point. You people who are doing this and looting right now and burning down Target to a crisp, you are going to create more racists. You are perpetuating a negative stereotype yeah. that the right. people you hate might use to commit you, uh, to, to treat you in a subhumane way, to commit acts yeah. of crime against you. Do you understand that? Black Twitter, when you go, this is what you get, you're breeding more racist. And you know what else you're breeding? You're breeding more division in your own community because you're burning down your own shit. So black people who own that auto zone or people who live in your neighborhood, I saw that white lady stealing lamps. Good, she's of the people. She's not racist. We'll give her that. (laughs) She's willing to participate. Those people are going to be fed up with you if you start burning down their stuff. This is what happens. The hate breeds more hate, right? What happens is, oh, my gosh, this cop committed a horrible act as far as we know thus far. Then what happens is someone commits another act of violence against somebody who had nothing to do with that cop. Then that person goes, what the hell? Then they bring out their gun to make sure that their business, their place of work is no longer attacked. And guess what? They shoot someone else. Then that person's family. And then it ends up being West Side Story with Natalie Wood on a boat with Robert Wagner. My point is it doesn't end (laughs) well. We should know better than this. And you can say that's racism. Yes. It's racist to say, right. hey, don't abuse black people when you're a police officer. Don't kill black people. And black people don't burn down your own stuff. Yeah. Please. Black people in this community who are doing it. And white people don't burn down your own stuff. Well, you yeah. know what the story Same. is now? The story is now the looting, right? That's what you're right. seeing on all of these things. You just distracted from the problem that we all needed to focus on. By Twitter completely forgot about his name. Yeah. What's his name? You can't see it. It's all just riot, looting, riot, riot, riot. Everybody forgot so much misinformation. All right. Speaking of things I don't like, I wanted to talk about this <laughs> uh, Governor Gretchen 
Whitmer. Why would I have this Whitmer. here? Yeah, I just cut yeah. my finger from breaking the Toshiba. Aww. Did you? At least Aww. we should it have broken back. a gateway. Is that still a thing? No, no hopefully not. Hopefully not. Dude, you're, <laughs> dude, you're getting a paper cut. Um, that was a Dell genre slogan yeah, humor. That's great. Um, that nice guy ended job. up going to jail. So Governor Whitmer, I want to know. I want to know <laughs> your opinion offense. on Governor Gretchen Whitmer because I will say this: I can't stand her. I think she's yeah. the next AOC. She's just a different coat of paint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little older. She is absolutely the worst governor in the country. Very dangerous. Very yeah. wrong. And yeah. I would say uh, evil. And I mean yeah. that because she's actually stated motivations here. I'm not falsely attributing motivations. She has stated, stated motivations, yes. which to me are so disturbing. It's almost like she's saying she's the female social justice warrior version of Donald Trump and that she says the inside parts out loud. Yeah. We're like, no, abortion is <laughs> safe, legal, and rare. Up to nine months. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, oh, wow. you're not supposed to be saying this. Is that because I'm a woman? No, it's because we hate you. So <laughs> let's go through the reasons why Governor Whitmer is, is the worst governor in the country. And I, I want everyone else to know yeah. because she's obviously auditioning for VP right now. Despite oh, the, she doesn't want to politicize obvious. the issue. She's making her decisions based on science. And if Joe Biden, made pick, it me, so. pick me, pick me, pick <laughs> me. Um, let's go through abortion first. Again, to go through the radical agenda that we see from Governor Gretchen Whitmer, my home state, which I don't even recognize anymore. Um, she actually thinks that abortion is what makes America great. Right, she has that hat right there. Wow. That abortion is what makes America great. And uh, if this were a gaffe that yeah. were made by Donald Trump on the other side of the coin, she said that abortions actually had to continue under lockdown because they were, she said, life-sustaining. A woman's health care, her whole future, her d ability to decide if and when she starts a family is is um, not an election. It is a fundamental to her life. Uh, it is life-sustaining. I didn't know huh? that Axelrod's face could be worse without a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like after Star There's Jones only, lost yeah. weight, you're like, oh, good for... Oh, uh. oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, got, I was getting mad when we played that, because you know we always have a watermark. We try yeah. and give credit yeah. when we run yeah. clips. I'm like, guys, a water... Oh, the whole screen is a watermark. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just says the Axe Files. <laughs> um, Life-sustaining. So keep in mind, this is, this is why it matters. Context matters, kind of like the tweet questions. Let's fix that going forward. <laughs> um... <laughs> Elective procedures weren't allowed in hospitals, yeah. right? Elective procedures, well, she wanted abortions to be provided at will up until birth period, pretty much. That's her worldview. I don't know the exact regulations in Michigan. Elective procedures included things like knee replacements, hip replacements, yeah. serious reconstructive surgery on your joints and ligaments. Mm. Those were elective, but abortion is life-sustaining, yeah, which apparently. is, to be clear, she actually plays this game as governor. It's called the antonym game. Ah, where she says yeah. something oh, and she means like, the exact opposite. It's like opposite day. Yeah. Life sustaining okay. means right. murder a baby against That's the opposite will. opposite day, man. Yeah. I, I, but yeah, I, I was trying to be more clever by saying antonyms. Oh. <laughs> but that ship has sailed. We're not creative. <laughs> Along wait, with seven plus wait, one anti-Semitic animals. Bill, so. are you doing me again? <laughs> no, you Jared, trying to take just, my job? I thought you were really right there. I'll, I'll, I will I'll, say, I'll, I don't I'll, use this word that often, and we'll, but uh, I think she's a fascist bitch. And I mean that. Not everyone, just her. Because... Before we get to the lockdowns, she outright tried to ban all vaping, by the way, in her yeah, state that, that until a judge out. suspended the order. <laughs> it went to a higher court, and I now I think she wants to bring it to a Supreme Court. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, wow. that's the <laughs> hill you want to die on? Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, she still wants tobacco-flavored vapes to be available because people don't like them. Exactly. And tobacco is a flavor, by the way. By They're the way, not yeah. extracting it from leaf of tobacco. Right, yeah. They're just putting in old sock juice so that it tastes disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't want the gummy flavor to be out there because she knows people will enjoy it. I was in Michigan, and I, gas stations had these empty shelves. I said, what used to be there? They said, oh, those were our vapes, but the governor said, so we can't have it now. Right. I said, so what happens? Like, people just buy cigarettes. <laughs> Which yeah, is right worse. We go backwards in here. So one of the 
the justices actually wrote the, one of the opinions that she was just like, I have to write this. She was like, I have no idea how the, the uh, judge has tried to link vaping to COVID, but she did. Yeah. And she did in her report saying, you know, she's trying to tie it to COVID-19, you know, preparedness and taking well, care of that. She in did there. it long before COVID. And now she's trying to tie it. Yeah, it's she's like trying to tie it in now. Like, Wait, you were trying to study the mating patterns yeah. of the Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> and you got no grant. And they go, no, we're trying to study the Ku Klux Klan mating patterns in relation to COVID. In or relation to COVID, right? yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the justice actually wrote, you, you see this with her. If you give her an inch, she is going to try and take a mile yeah. and try to push her policies no matter what she has to do to cover it. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, that, and that's read, pretty severe from the justice." That try to say she has like a seventy-something percent approval rating. Yeah. Like, what? Almost no governors have a seventy no. percent approval rating. Just the smokers, the vapors alone, <laughs> would bring your average down. And, and the barbers now. And isn't this something where voters? we can find common ground? Like libertarians, people who don't even necessarily use nicotine products or vapes because you believe that people should be able to put in their own body whatever they want, and the left because you guys love your drugs. Shouldn't we all be able to find some kind of common ground here? Where, oh, a governor Should be. shouldn't be able to ban vaping. And by the way, there is a relation to nicotine and COVID. They're conducting a clinical trial because it seems to actually drastically reduce your chances of having oh. severe COVID. Oh, yeah. really? I can't. Oh. We're not supposed to talk about it the because we'll be kills it fact in your checked lungs? on, on yeah. the YouTube. Uh, but uh, no, what happens is it actually downregulates the I think ACE2 receptor. So it happened in China. Huh. You know, it happened in China. That's why our deaths are so where, low. Well, this, all the smoking. They went to zero. Well, it's yeah. the highest Smog. highest percentage of smokers Smog. I think China in the world. Or one of them. I think it might be Okinawa. We could have to ask a, a, a our resident Miyagi Okinawan. <laughs> so um, they noticed that it's like something like 30, 40 percent of Chinese people smoke, but it was wow. like, like a very small number of COVID patients who smoked, and most of them were asymptomatic. So then they said, let's find another population that smokes a whole lot, France. And when they saw people who smoked, yeah. again, far lower than the population, huh. and now they're actually conducting a clinical trial, or I think it's a trial, not even a study, on nicotine's effect on COVID mm. affecting those receptors in your lungs. And by the That's way, they always have to say, by the way, don't smoke. We're not saying smoke cigarettes. Right. Separate nicotine from cigarettes. Right. We can do can it with pot. Way. People tell you that it cures everything from SARS to AIDS. <laughs> can we admit that people have smoked for a long time because there's some kind of a benefit? And if we can remove nicotine from inhaling tar into your lungs, maybe it's something to study. Anyway, I got off on a tangent. You I think it's just the natural okay. social distancing caused by people smell like shit after yeah, everybody just. So, yeah. Nobody wants to be around you. That's true. I do smoke cigars. A couple of years ago, your, your dad and I were walking up and we saw some people smoking. He goes, You guys are still smoking? Really? Man, I thought that was done. That's jokes on him. The governor, like, jokes on you. Governor banned vaping. So right. now it's back to Chesterfields, bruh. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't know, know if people they still smoked anymore. I didn't know Chesterfields was still a thing. Ask Ronald Reagan. He did their ads. So here's another thing. While we're talking about the draconian measures that have been taken, the lockdown orders. And they're worse than you think in Michigan. I even yeah. just found this up because of a brilliant researcher, Reg the Beast. I can't take yeah. credit for this. Um, she had, obviously, to start with the most strict lockdown orders in the entire nation, banning the selling of furniture, paint, garden plants. Here you go. Big box stores will also have to close areas of the store that are dedicated to things like carpet or flooring, furniture, garden centers, plant nurseries, or paint. Now, it should be noted, mm. some think that she has an axe to grind because Renaissance was after her lucky charms. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently she only has guess oh who characters from the board game yeah. sign behind yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The signing stuff has been Is signing your character this. crazy? No, just unsightly. Um, <laughs> it gets worse. And by the way, don't worry. You can still buy liquor and weed in Michigan. Oh, that was never in good. danger. Yes. But Not forget sensual. trying to get a fern. I know, right? Well, and a lot of people even made the point, like, what if you grow your own food? 
right? What if you're what if you're somebody who's you know sustains yourself? You can't go buy the stuff that you need for. What if you have a child and you need to buy a car seat? You couldn't buy the car seat at the time. Toss some cannabis his way. He's not going to know the difference. <laughs> yeah. The hell does he fine. care? He's going to give him the munchies. What are you uh, talking about? I don't know. Um, no, I think <laughs> <laughs> they always have the munchies. Yeah, so they, I don't think that's the most negative effect we're concerned no, with. No, I'm just saying if you're actually administering right. cannabis to a baby. Chip. No, 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 no. That's not what. I didn't mean for the baby. Eating patterns. <laughs> I thought you meant for the person growing their own food. I'm like, they're going to be hungry. What's the matter with you? By the way, I don't care if people want to grow their own cannabis in Michigan. It's legal, and people want it. Fine, but don't tell people they can't go to whatever. I was about to say Bureau Anglo, which is a Canadian. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. Well, Johnny that Blazer, name he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Every now and then I reference things that I'm like, oh, this is America. <laughs> that's right. But no, Welcome. you're absolutely right. So here's something else that's important. It's not everyone's a hypocrite, but this is a different level where um, no. she banned obviously travel to uh, uh, second residences. And to keep in mind right. context for people who don't understand Michigan, you have people who don't make a lot of money, people who make middle class, upper middle, uh, upper middle class income, sometimes less because they have basically shacks, cottages that have right. been passed down for generations in their family. And people don't believe it because it's like the Mediterranean being on Lake Michigan in summer. It's beautiful. so beautiful, yeah. right? But this is a culture of Michigan, a huge portion, I think more than anywhere else in the country, they have second homes. And so she suspended travel to, uh, for folks to their second homes, right? Didn't apply to people who are outside of the state. That was, that's loophole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Delta. Um, so her husband, though, Travel to their vacation home, 150 miles away to support. And here's the, he's, to, she said to rake leaves, and he actually mm. used his. He said, "Do you know who I am?" When he was trying to get his boat taken off the dock, over there yeah. in uh, I believe Elk Rapids. And he said, "Well, we can't take your boat off the dock because of the governor's orders there, and uh, you know it's Memorial Day." He was now, like, yeah. "I'm the governor. I'm the governor's husband." He's like, "Oh, well then, you're a big fat." And of course, I'm not taking your boat out. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy actually said something. I think on Facebook or something like that. He said, "Actually, that puts you to the back of the line. Yeah, puts right. you to the back yeah. of the queue." Like, oh, well, awesome. that, I'm sorry, your Boston Whaler seems to have a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that right How there. How unfortunate. That's what are you weird. doing to my boat? I'm making it look mean by. <laughs> But here's the thing, she oh, said, man. and she she actually uh, did say, she said, my husband did go up, and it was right. after the order had been lifted, but they, people were still strongly discouraged from traveling. She said, my husband mm -hmm. did go up just to rake leaves. Why? It's spring in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So you are, you are going to send your husband by himself, even though, and I can't confirm this, there were multiple cars that were there at the, ah. at the house, at the cottage. He went up there by himself to rake for an entire weekend to rake leaves. Hmm. First off, I'm willing to assume that you have help who rakes your leaves. Yeah. Second, maybe I would buy the excuse that your husband just was trying to get away from you. <laughs> and third, there is no third. Maybe your husband was just trying to get away from you. I just figured <laughs> yeah. that out as I was talking. Needed a little space. It, he was. He's really the victim here. Yes. He had a yeah. whole plan. He was going to go up there. He was going to rake some leaves. Take the boat out and drown himself. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are Jeez. stopping his get plan. away. Yeah. I mean, the guy's embarrassed. He's also not very resourceful because if he really wanted to drown himself, just just walk into the lake and don't stop. Uh, he had to get back to the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> very important. Uh, so, I got, not the leaves, the buds, because it's spring. If I don't get these uh, buds, then Gretchen's going to beat me. <laughs> they're going to turn into leaves. That's, Regardless, is that supposed to be That's sex hammocks. No fun yeah. when I'm not willing. <laughs> Doesn't she know, by God? <laughs> First the boat, now this. <laughs> oh, my um, God. And here's the thing. She responded, by the way. Uh, and this is something to me that is so disturbing and yeah. why I want everyone, please, if I've done nothing, share this. Share this with everyone in Michigan. Everyone needs to know mm -hmm. how awful this human being is. She responded to the criticism. Didn't, didn't say that it wasn't correct, by the way. Huh. Yeah. By playing the victim. Effectively canceling my own daughter's prom and graduation ceremony. But it gets worse. 
My family has had men with automatic rifles standing in view of our front window outside of our home. What do you think we have the read the vile things violin, people have uh, said and written in response uh, to my stay-at-home junk order. <laughs> my daughters have seen the likeness of their mother hung from a noose in effigy. We have weathered demonstrations that were egged on or participated <laughs> in by some city Republican leaders. I think the leaders. is from Twilight, the movie. <laughs> Even my neighbors have been terrorized as they tried to enjoy their Memorial Day weekend up in Antrim County. Your houndstooth jacket Despite is the fact that I was 200 me. miles away. Oh, by the way, like he did the hung in effigy. Yeah. And, then, and it was like, it's like yeah. you can, when you sign, do you have to wince and go, ah. <laughs> get, You gotta sell it. You, <laughs> you really, you really gotta get into it Hung, <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, it, it, you even you even brought this up. She she's the rule that she had. So you could drive from Chicago and go up to your your lake house somewhere, right? right? And and get around that. The, the point that I was making earlier about the gardening stuff too, and this, it's all of these unintended consequences. She has no idea how these rules are actually going to affect people, but it's like, ah, this sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Let's do that. And then, well, crap! Now I want to go up to my house. Oh, and and it affects when, you know? she, when you couldn't go out on a boat with a motor. It affects people in fishing towns yeah. who are hundreds of miles away from her, where they don't have a single active case. Right. And this is exactly why we push back on stuff like this because government tends to screw things up when they do things like this. Don't interfere in people's lives as much as possible. That is your job. It's Stay a general out. rule. She wants us to believe that a woman living in an ivory tower as tall as hers has to rake leaves. <laughs> no, her husband no, her has husband to rake leaves. Uh, that's, right. that's his punishment. Yeah. Fairly certain he lives in the tower, too. I don't think he's very tall, but neither is she. Hmm. Either way, someone's wearing stilts. That hammock's not going to swing itself. Hit the notification bell <laughs> if you're subscribed. Hit all notifications, by the way, on the YouTube because oh, it. Uh, it doesn't mean a whole lot. And, of course, we've seen uh, some algorithmic changes, which yeah. are fun. More on that yeah. soon. Yeah. Oops. And uh, the <laughs> podcast is on Spotify. The audio version, of course, to subscribe at mugclub.com slash mugclub if you can. Here's the one that's most disturbing to me. Mm-hmm. Fast fact for you. Uh, we all know about the New York nursing homes, right? What happened there, which Ugh. affects the entire country's death toll, by the yeah. way. Yes. Um, okay, another disturbing video. If you have children, right, get, get, take them out here. Uh, this is, if you don't remember this, we'll just the cover their man eyes. Don't beating. Take them out. Well, just, yeah, don't, take them, don't take them out like Whitmer does with yeah, her husband. You don't yeah, you <laughs> This is the man who was beating an old person in an old folks' home in Michigan, in case you'd forgot the clip. Okay. All right. That's enough. Uh, Horrible, yeah. right? And yeah. by the way, thank God not all geriatric white people are going down, burning down the local uh, right, the yeah. local YMCA. Absolutely. They are. They just haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> it takes them a little way. while. I'm glad they, they make their voices guy, heard the slowly, but eventually. Um, do you? And I know some people may go, "Why was that guy there in the first place?" That was the that was the question. Like, why was yeah. he there? And the yeah. guy had mental uh, health issues. Well, here's why he was there. And I think we're going to see a trend, which I'll get to in a second. He was there because of Whitmer's orders. This was a governor's order. He tested positive for COVID, and he was sent there to quarantine. Yep. Wow. Now, I want to be clear. She just actually renewed on May 13th. So she renewed her order, by the way, since we've seen these results from New York. We know how catastrophic they are. She renewed the order on May 15th, for, but it's worse than New York, forcing nursing homes to house COVID positive patients. Now, here's the thing. In oh, New York, man. we were taking old people who left the old folks home, right, went to a yeah. hospital, were sick, and sending them back in like a buzzsaw, which is terrible. Yeah. But in this case, you're taking new people who aren't old, who have no business being in an old folks home to begin with, a nursing home, and hell? sending them in just using the nursing homes as a quarantine. Yeah. It's worse than New York 
And there's no way to actually find the numbers right now in deaths in nursing homes. I've been trying to find them. You absolutely no. cannot find them right now. The home, inf the infection rates, the death rates in nursing yeah. homes. Think about that for a second. That guy was there only, he was beating the crap out of that old guy only because he tested positive for yep. COVID. Wow. The governor decided that the best idea was to send young people with coronavirus into old folks' homes. How that much do you want to bet they're cooking the books right now? And that's why we don't have the death rates. That is just, I mean, that, I, I did not realize that that's why he was there. I thought yeah. he worked for the old folks' home or something like yeah, that. that maybe rumor. he tested positive yeah, or something. Employee. Yeah, no. I, how, why would you say How would he make it through the screening process? Yeah. What would you say is your uh, biggest shortcoming? <laughs> Sometimes I beat the shit out of old people. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Yeah. Thanks for coming. But listen, that's my truth. <laughs> but I'll yeah. bring y'all jello, right? Yeah. It evens out. Well, the old folks home were given kind of, you know, they, they were given five grand every time that they took somebody in for yeah. this, right? So you gave wow. them a, a financial incentive to be able to do this. And also, they, they didn't do any inspections. <laughs> yeah, nice. glass in my fingers. Oh, I'm ah. a moron. Go ahead. Right? They, they didn't do inspections at the nursing homes to see if they were even capable of taking right. care of people, right? I think at the time that we, we had this article, there was somewhere, somewhere like 10 or 15% of the nursing homes had even been visited to see if they were doing a good job or right. not. They are not geared up for this well, hospitals there's only are. so much bandwidth that you have and because of the politicization that's taken place around covid and coronavirus despite the people trying to say you're the folks who are anti-science no, no 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 no, we all knew no one had any problem with acknowledging and accepting that we needed to protect the most vulnerable among us right. namely old people and people who are already sick but because you wanted to control everyone else through fear you ignored the one place where everyone yeah. would find common ground i bet if you were to poll americans and say hey should we send uh criminals felons into old folks homes if they test positive People say, right. Pro probably not. No. Mm -hmm. Probably not. That's probably not a good idea. And this is, it is absolutely remarkable to me. And I think this is something that we're going to find. And we do have to go to Dinesh D'Souza in a second. Um, there's no rhyme or reason right now. A lot of us are trying to figure out. We've said you cannot say that opening up states has helped with coronavirus. Right. But you definitively cannot say that lockdowns have helped. So you go, oh, hold on a second, Florida's doing, and New York's doing badly, and then Texas is doing well. You go, oh, it doesn't seem like lockdowns have that much of an effect. Why are certain states doing better than others? And it doesn't seem like urban areas are the only factor here, because right, Texas yeah. has a lot of big cities. Here's what I think we're going to find out. Now that we see what's happened with Cuomo, and once we get the accurate, and there should be an investigation, by the way, into oh, these death rates, these death yeah. numbers in Michigan yeah. with old folks' homes, I think what you're going to see is go, oh, history. We'll look back on this and go... That's because of horrible actions from individual governors. I think the delineating factor here is that one state said you have to take sick patients into the old folks' home. Another state said you have to take not even old folks who are sick into the old folks' home. And Texas said, you know what? Wash your hands and be responsible. Yeah. <laughs> and Florida went to the marketplace. Unreasonable. Yeah. So it's remarkable to me that no one is talking about this yeah, because yeah. we should be trying to find solutions at this point. We should be trying to look at the data and the people who accuse us of being the party of anti-science. Well, Governor Whitmer, if you're science, why don't you release the data? Yeah. Why don't you give us the numbers so we can make an educated decision? Yeah. Oh, I understand you're too busy helping your husband rake leaves and breaking out the paddle, demanding that he say, thank you, ma'am, can I have another? Yeah. She's AOC <laughs> with another coat of paint. This is what happens, by the way, when you have a professional victim become governor. Yeah. This is the yeah. scary part. Imagine, imagine that person with the authority to be president. Can you think yeah. of how scary that would be? It's like, what? Why did you? Why did you blow up Canada? Well, you know, and I've gotten so much haters for having done that. <laughs> Who's gonna care about Saskatchewan? Someone sent me a mean letter that my daughter had to read. We don't care. How about you address the point? How about you address the science? How about you address the data? How about you look out for the freedoms and liberties that are 
that are constitutionally insured to your citizens in the state of Michigan. And I haven't said this about many people. Didn't say it about Barack Obama. Didn't say it about Hillary Clinton. I think Barack Obama was wrong. I think Hillary Clinton's an opportunist. I don't think she actually believes anything. I think Nancy <laughs> Pelosi is evil. True. And I think Whitmer is evil. Yeah. I really do. I really do. When she's talking about, when you hear her talk about abortion, when you hear her flagrantly disregard people's rights and brag about it. With a smile. With a smile yeah. and condemn people who want to live in a free country and recognize the America they grew up in. And she condemns them and says, well, you know what? If you do that, there's a lockdown's only going to be longer. What do you think? You're a mom. And if your son mouths back, you're going to give him another whack with the spoon. You don't have the authority to do that. But this is exactly what happens when you have professional victims, the social justice warrior feminist left who get any kind of power. And what do, what do I, how would I characterize if I had to, if I had to, uh, uh, Mrs. Whitmer, um, if you can't say it better than Jack Nicholson, uh, then I'm just going to let him say it. I think of a man and I take away reason and accountability. Okay. Well, there you go. And we're going to be back oh, with the next D'Souza after this. Oh, oh, okay. That's, that's that doesn't not, solve anything. No, we need that TV back. And that's just oh. oh. Does anyone have anything like M and M's or something like that? Drugs. You see, you got drugs. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Give me something, just so I'll show you. Cause I have a giant butt and I have an inverted sternum. Some coffee beans. Uh, okay, give me a couple, give me a handful yeah, of coffee work. beans. Let's see how many coffee beans we can fit. All right, one, there we go. Come two, on. everyone count. Three, Three four. four. Oh, hey, let me cover my nipples. This is a family show. 50, 50, 26, 50. How many can we fit before they start to trickle 50. out? 23, 24, 25, you're going to be way off. 39 coffee beans in my sternum that's missing. Three, four, four 55. Gosh, this is going to go on forever. Six. Over 100 coffee beans. Come on. Over 100 coffee beans in my sternum. These coffee beans weren't from Black Rifle Coffee, but wouldn't it be cool if they were? Look, I displayed my sponsor with purpose. BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Crowder. Enter in the promo code Crowder. You get 20% off. Um, listen, this is my favorite. We've talked about it. The vintage blend is my favorite. Uh, I'm a coffee snob. Black Rifle Coffee veteran-owned and operated, but the fact is they make better coffee than other companies out there. So if you want to know that your money is going to a company who cares, and I'm not going to name names like Starbucks, Dunkin', but buy coffee anyway. Buy better coffee that also uh, doesn't fly in the face of everything you believe. BlackRivalCoffee.com slash Crowder. Enter in promo code Crowder, 20% off. Mm. I'm smelling the gas. <laughs> Hello, my name's QBG. Now it's always smart to use personal hygiene practices, but in this time of strife, don't forget to use your face protection. Here, I have personally drawn this diamographic to demonstrate. Here, protect yourself. Uh, Mr. QBG, where's your mask? <laughs> Stop that jibber jabber. Mr. QBG can't get sick. Mr. QBG already has sickle cell. You can't get two things at the same time, fool. Louderwithcrowder.com slash mug club. I suggest it to you, your friends, and your family. Now I know what you're thinking. Did he fire 14 rounds or 15? 
That's erroneous, as my new all-steel PPQ-5 match has a 17-round magazine, plus one in the chamber. With the best ergonomics in the business, I'm capable of putting a shot right between your eyes at 40 yards away. So you have to ask yourself one question. Do you feel lucky? Well, do ya? Punk. Ladder with Crowder Studios, protected exclusively by Walther. No matter where I think, always you think out when you should know. Always you think, no matter where I think, always you think out. When this, you know, at one point there was dancing, was you know, it was all about the hips, the rubble, hips, yeah, yeah. and now it's all about the shoulder. A little bounce I in noticed. the shoulders, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I should be too white to do either, <laughs> but hey, I, hey, don't, but and I, you are, don't hate you the player, flag fly. don't hate the player, pimp it ain't easy, mom. Um, <laughs> thank you for watching, mother. By the way, really glad to have our next one who's yeah. a very dad like figure, truly. Yeah. If your dad were uh, very much a, a Disturber in a, in the best of in ways. Best. Absolutely. So I've known him for a long time. He's been on the show quite a bit. You guys know him. You love him. Uh, always a controversial. I don't want to say always a controversial figure, actually, because I used to read his books when I was younger. Mm -hmm. My uh, family, particularly my wife's parents, made her read the books. Like they made her read all conservative <laughs> books. I I chose to read Dinesh D'Souza, yeah. and only he only recently did he become controversial. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, two people, even though he's somewhat professorial, like he's not uh, he's not a bombastic guy. He's a nice yeah. guy and perfect nice diction. Dude. You know him. Uh, spoiler alert: It is at Dinesh D'Souza, where you can follow him. And he has a new book coming out, available, I believe, June second. United States of Socialism. Mr. D'Souza, how are you, sir? Hey, great to be on the show. I um, I, I agree with you. I'm a I'm an apostle of moderation. Uh, but one who's living in immoderate times. Oh, there you go. You look angry. You were just so happy off air, and you got your, is that salmon <laughs> colored, serious. that shirt? Yeah. What is that? Is that, is that salmon? Um, well, uh, you know, now that, now that we're all kind of schlepping at home, I think um, you'll see a little more casual look than you normally see. Okay. And... Um, <laughs> Well, uh, I'll try to be no less philosophical, though, and, and serious yeah. in, in content. I don't know if I would have taken um, Aristotle as seriously in a, in a Tommy Hilfiger pink polo, but it works for you. <laughs> it works for you. Um, first off, you have the book, obviously, United States of Socialism. That'll be available June 2nd. Um, I wanted to talk with you about something specific, Dinesh, because obviously, you know, you had your house arrest ankle bracelet situation. We're very glad that you were pardoned. But now with Mike Flynn and everything going on, um, I think some Americans may be in the dark a little bit as to how these wings of, whether it's the FBI, DOJ, can be politicized and used as a, pol a tool, you know, a political weapon. What did you experience with that? And do you think that it, it plays into it all, you know, Mike Flynn? Was it, were you sort of a shot across the bow being the first major name that I remember being pardoned by Donald Trump? Well, I'll just give you an idea of how it went down in my own case. I was literally um, in Central Park uh, reading a book when a friend of mine called and said that they had been contacted by the FBI and that the FBI was um, uh, asking questions about me in such a manner that they thought that they might be trying to come after me or arrest me. So I, you know, I didn't have a criminal attorney. I called a film attorney. I, I don't imagine you had a criminal attorney because, attorney, because you were reading a book in Central Park. I appreciate I was reading you. a book in Central Park, um, and uh, 
the only lawyer I dealt with was the lawyer who basically does legal work for our films. So I contacted him in Los Angeles and he goes, Dinesh, this is quite serious. Hold on. I'll bring on my partner, who's the former district attorney for Los Angeles. And so that guy comes on and he, he, he reads me the riot act. He says, basically, put down your book go to your apartment, take all valuable papers that you have in your apartment, all your financial papers, anything to do with your work, your computer, any books that you, that you think are important, and move them into storage immediately and hide the key. Hmm. Because if you are subject to an FBI raid, they will clean out your apartment, they will put everything in boxes, you might not see it again for months. If you're, you have ongoing work, it's gonna be seriously disrupted, and so, I, you know, was sort of sh taken, I had a kind of cold shock when this occurred. Yeah. And so I went and did those things. And that was the start of my dealings with the United States government, the case that came to be known as United States of America versus Dinesh D'Souza. Yes, that's a very, it, it almost seems wow. like a parody title. Like the man, he just won't stop reading his books. Central Park, sometimes Thompson Square Park, well, it never ends. <laughs> By the way, uh, book is euphemism for crack. We need to be very clear ah. with the audience here, just so we, so I'm not <laughs> investigating. Well, uh, you know, I, and I got to tell you that I think that, phrase United States of America versus Dinesh D'Souza is, is more chilling when you're an immigrant because you don't sure. feel like you have roots in this country, you don't have family here. So this idea that you have the full force of the United States government arrayed against you is kind of terrifying. Um, as it turned out, there were at least a half dozen FDI, FBI agents assigned to my case. Literally one guy was going through all my bank statements. Another guy was going through all my tax returns. A third guy was reading all my books. Right. Uh, that's the guy I feel really sorry for, but the idea was <laughs> they were trying to see if I had basically made some cavalier statements about campaign finance reform so they could then say to the judge, uh -huh. this guy violated the law because he doesn't even have any respect for the law. So, you know, the, the whole idea that you've got this little army of paid stooges uh, being directed by someone, and that's really the what worried me from the beginning. Who is giving the order here? Who's behind this? Well, that's my and, question uh, to you, uh, based on, you know, sort of Flynn, and I want to get your thoughts on, uh, quote-unquote, Obamagate, and um, if you think that uh, this could in any way be related to that, or if we're going to see anything maybe in some sort of discovery here that they could be connected, because it does seem like political opposition to Barack Obama were targeted systematically, and, and now seeing what happened with Flynn, I think it's a good time for Americans to pay attention, because it, it could happen to, to anyone including Democrats. Oh, sure. I mean, my case, looking back on it, was a kind of a miniature preview of what was to come on a much bigger scale. And in fact, when I had a meeting last November, my family did with Trump, he literally said, he goes, Dinesh, what they did to you, they're trying to do now to me. So he saw it as, as an enlarged replica of a sort of deep state political hit. Uh, so in my case, the front man was this Indian guy. I, I kind of refer to him as on Twitter as Indian head waiter, Preet Bharara, the former okay. um, head of the Southern District of New York. But yeah. Bharara is a stooge. Brown I bomber. Mean, he's basically yeah. angling for Eric Holder's job, and he was taking direction from the Holder Justice Department. Holder, of course, being Obama's self-confessed wingman. So you know, it's kind of funny because I speak on campus these days, and people go, "Well, Dinesh, you know, you keep saying that Obama was mad." 
bad because you made a stupid movie? What makes you think the president of the United States even saw your dumb movie? And I'm like, well, the reason I think that is that right after the movie came out, it was being vilified every single day on a website that happened to be called BarackObama.com. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. that's where I got the yeah. weird idea that maybe one Barack Obama wasn't entirely happy with the movie. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Um, yeah, and this is scary because I think a lot of people don't necessarily look at this as, you know, holistically and that this is sort of the end game and byproduct of socialism. I mean, we sort of see it and this transitions into, you know, the coronavirus COVID-19 where it's the same idea, right? Targeting voices of dissent, in your case, finding something that you can pin, pin on them or with Mike Flynn getting them to lie, putting pressure on them by threatening their uh, their family. We have the same thing now um, with people being intimidated into silence with executive orders, uh, in, in, intense lockdown measures. I mean, Whitmer, we just talked about, oh my gosh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. L let me ask you, I know you've talked about, I think you've used the term sort of sneak peek, that this is a sneak peek at socialism, COVID-19. Um, do you think that there's a motive to intentionally use this to sort of implement uh, an expanded government through panic? Well, yes. Uh, now, remember, for Marx, he didn't think socialism needed a panic. He didn't think it needed even tactics. Right. Um, uh, Marx didn't even try to organize the working class because he thought that the socialist revolution would come automatically, that the working class would become so impoverished and immiserated, to use his term, that it would revolt. Now, that's never happened from Marxist time to now anywhere in the world. So well, the it kind of did, in that the working, the middle working class in America did revolt and elect Trump, so went the other direction, but yes. That's exactly right. Today, a working class guy more likely to be found in a Trump rally. So the leftists figure out that they, they can't count on that proletariat. They need new proletariats. And so I think this is part of the reason why our socialism today is a marriage of socialism and identity politics because there is genuine racial grievance. So you try to get a racial proletariat, uh, and then you try to get the women, you try to get the gays and transgenders, you try to get the illegals. So the Democrats here are trying to cobble together a kind of multifarious coalition of presumed victim groups to produce their democratic uh, majority. Uh, that's why socialism has taken on a kind of new face in the United States. I also think that's why you can't just refute it by saying it didn't work before, so it won't work now. Right. Because we're dealing with, in some ways, a new type of socialism. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I also think it's it's tough to say, well, it didn't work then. People go, well, Marx. Or they go, well, Lenin. And they point to Denmark, who, by the way, they tell Bernie Sanders, stop saying for socialists. If you are not socialist. Uh, but they point to any sort of, you know, uh, Scandinavian socialist countries. And, and we've talked about that quite a bit. I think the laziest argument, and I appreciate you pointing that out, would just be to say, well, Karl, Karl Marx was crazy. Sure. But there are other examples of socialism light. Sometimes people even point to Canada, where I'm from, despite the fact that the healthcare system is broken. So um, there are multiple examples of socialism, and that's what you see people sort of saying, right, in the, the media here on the left. Like, well, people want to say it's socialism, but roads aren't socialism. Firefighters aren't socialism. So they're trying to incorporate a little bit of a new brand. How, how would you define the current brand of socialism? And I know, listen, we're staying on socialism because that's, that's obviously your book, United States of Socialism. But how would you say it differs today uh, versus how people might define it in their mind? Well, I think that the left is trying to uh, point to the successful model of Scandinavia, but 
their actual model is far closer to Venezuela. Uh, to take a single example, uh, Venezuela has identity socialism the same way that we do. They've outlawed Columbus Day. Uh, uh, Hugo Chavez, the former ruler of Venezuela, was an indigenous guy, and he demonized the white people of Venezuela. He drove out a lot of the, uh, the foreign companies and foreign businesses because he claimed that they were they represented white supremacy. Now, by the way, none of this occurs in Scandinavia. You can't go to Scandinavia where every third guy is named Sven and go, you know, that guy's a rich guy. We got to get rid of that Sven. No, he's Sven too. He's part of the he's part of the Nordic population. So Scandinavia. Canadian socialism is all about we're all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. You don't have this demonization of the rich. Columbus Day is perfectly fine. Their only complaint is that Columbus wasn't named Sven. Um, <laughs> yes. So, so what ends, I'm getting yeah. at is that the left doesn't want to go there. The Scandinavians also, by the way, they don't kill the goose that laid the golden eggs. They, they're pretty socialist in wealth distribution, but they're not socialist in wealth creation. And the proof of that is that they have corporate tax rates no higher than those in America. They have no minimum wage, by and large. They have no wealth tax. They have no inheritance tax. Only one Scandinavian country tried universal basic income, Finland and they got rid of it. Right. Um, the Scandinavians do not impose the financial transaction fees that Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders have talked about imposing on Wall Street. So the truth of it is that the left, and they know this deep down, they don't actually want to use the Scandinavian model. Their model is actually the Caracas model. I think that's a very good point, one that we've talked about in the show quite a bit. And something that really surprised me in researching the Scandinavian models is when you take Swedes and you take them out of Sweden. So Swedish Americans or Danish Americans, they actually have a life quality when you include, you know, average income, uh, their quality of life regarding health and longevity. It's 50-something percent higher. I don't have the numbers. I believe it was 54% of a higher quality of life on the index scale for Swedish Americans than Swedes in Sweden or Danish Americans than those in Denmark. So that was surprising to me and also brings in this important facet of, like you said, if people come in uh, with a culture of hard work, with a culture of you know industriousness, and then they apply it in the United States, then it's an exponential uh you know, growth factor. Uh, okay, listen, hey, the book is, we're going to go to a web extended here because he's just a foul-mouthed sailor, Dinesh D'Souza, when we're not on the out. YouTube, and they're going to ban us any second. Uh, at Dinesh D'Souza, the book is available, right, Dinesh? United States of Socialism, June 2nd. Where can people find that? Yeah, I mean, an easy way, if you go to my website, just DineshD'Souza.com, it links to all kinds of sites where you can get it from Walmart to Amazon to Barnes & Noble. Um, where you can just get it the normal way through uh, however you buy books. It'll be out everywhere next week. And if you go look for it on my website, it will reroute you to a scathing critique of Dinesh at BarackObama.com. We'll be right back with the web extended for Mug Club members. Ooh, that'll be nice. Okay, so you are 28 with three codependents. I see your cholesterol is good. You exercise regularly, not a smoker. Are there any pre-existing conditions we should be made aware of? No, not anything that comes to mind. No. Mug Club, where you won't be denied for a pre-existing condition. Louderwithcrowdershop.com supports babies. We don't kill them, so purchase your baby onesie at louderwithcrowdershop.com today.
and I go, but it's, this is, it's not even my pipe. It's Bill's oh. pipe. And we can see there's still tobacco in that pipe. Oh, that's, that's not my pipe. Months old. <sighs> I was trying to do like that's the snorkel safe. thing with the drowning dance that the, like Arnold did with Commando yeah, with a, yeah. with a yeah. reed. Or what, what, is that a reed where it's yeah. like a hollow grass? Yeah. I don't think we can do the drowning dance anymore. I think I'm. I, 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 oh, honestly, wow. I not only I think, and you guys can let me know the thing with the drowning dance and Dinesh D'Souza. There's like a 20 minute web extended, of yeah, course, for people who uh, who aren't subscribed to Mug Club. The thing with the drowning dance, it, it feels like it's it's past its prime. It's a liability physically because often someone gets hurt. Mm. Yeah. And um, I honestly don't think I'm ever going to top the Greg Luganis hitting the back of my head on the diving board and swimming with AIDS. And I've always felt like I'm trying to hit the high watermark again with the drowning net, but it's never there. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Just out of grasp. Um, all right, guys. I had another close planned for you today. Uh, but uh, and I, like I said, some of this is pre-taped because I do have a, a missus in the emergency room. And ho hopefully, hopefully fine. We don't know yet. Uh, so some of the uh, elements today are more pre-taped than usual because I am a husband. But this is the, uh, the current draft of the executive order hmm. that we have from Donald Trump. Uh, on social media right now. And it's, it, it, it could change, um, though I should say that this isn't necessarily the one that's available publicly right now in the afternoon, right before the press conference when I'm taping yes. this close. Uh, we also have some information that um, is a little bit behind the scenes, so I, I, I trust it. Um, and I want to be clear about this. Monday morning, so Good Morning Mug Club, we are going to do an entire episode with my half-Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond. It'll be a Barely Legal with Bill Richmond where we will be going through the ins and outs of this because he's a, he's a lawyer. Oh. He is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know I'm not a lawyer, that being said, and I, I really I, I like him. I respect him. I know Ben Shapiro has tweeted about this. I think he's wrong. Oh. And I'll explain to you why. So for people oh. who don't know about – and I want to be really <sighs> – you know, I'm not one for, um, even though we do a comedy show and it's entertainment, I don't really think I'm necessarily one for hyperbole. Like people are like, ah, oh, hey, uh, our country's gone, Barack Obama. No, but I do think that today in 2020, when you look at all of the issues that we run into, uh, whether it's COVID, whether it's the impeachment, whether it's Russia, whether it's, we just talked about today, Twitter and the mob or how they present AOC, it really does come down to the ability uh, of the American public to procure information. And I think we were all really excited when new media, and it's not really that new right now, when uh, new media came out, and I know Joe Rogan talked about this, and we've talked about this, where the gatekeepers were gone. Uh, but now there are new gatekeepers and more gatekeepers than ever. Because the, gate, the gatekeepers aren't just people at a network, but the gatekeepers now can be the town square. The gatekeepers have moved to the sidewalk where they're telling you what you can and can't say because a lot of these companies, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, they benefit from the safe harbor protection, basically treated as a public utility. It's a little more complicated than that. It's like the difference between a website or a magazine or New York Times versus AT&T or Verizon. They can't edit what you say on their phone lines, right, because they're a public utility versus a publisher. New York Times can tell, well, you can't write for our paper, so I want to be really clear about that. Uh, but all the problems that we've talked about, they come back to this. They come back to the public being able to get accurate information and there being, there being an even playing field for people regardless of political persuasion. And I think we're at a point now where you have not, not only three companies or four companies, but one company, Alphabet, Google, YouTube, is more powerful as it relates to information than any national government or world governing body. You add up, Alphabet, Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, far more than any government agency you can ever imagine. 
And uh, this isn't the same kind of argument that liberals have, uh, have tried to make about guns and conservatives have said, well, the First Amendment doesn't just apply to the printing press, it applies to your iPhone, because again, these are companies that are benefiting from protections of being politically neutral, as though they are a digital town square. And there's been one foot in and one foot out, and we need to settle the guidelines. And that's what we've been talking about in this show for a very long time. Are you a publisher? Are you a platform? Pick one. We'll be talking next week. We have some... Some new info coming from uh, some of these social media companies that have been affecting what we do here. So please do subscribe, join Mug Club. That's what allows us to continue. If you don't want to, obviously you don't have to, but we don't make any money off of YouTube and we're not able to reach some of you now in new ways that we didn't know about before. But let me tell you this, I think this is pretty good. I think this is pretty good from the president. I was worried that it could be some kind of an executive order that, you know, would say something along the lines of, you're going to let me tweet. Come on, don't fact check me. Just Garbo did it. But instead, I love how you mute your mics in the clothes so you <laughs> chuckle into the darkness. Um, instead, it's something that actually is trying to create a fair and even playing field. And if read the way that it is written right now, and I'm going to read some highlights for you. Uh, would apply to both the right and the left, which is what we've always wanted, by the way. I don't want a leg up. I just want to make sure that our videos, that our tweets are being shown alongside anybody else, regardless of our politics. And I want the same thing for leftists. That's why we did our video on Tulsi Gabbard and search results. So hopefully we've been consistent. So let me read some of this from you. This is uh, the executive order, right? Uh, uh, executive order CDA 230 is kind of the working title. Again, at this point, um, it's possible that it changes. So let me read you some highlights that I see here. Well, I guess I should read the first line, which is, uh, by the authority, by the authority vested in me as, and I'm not going to do this the whole time because then it'll lose its impact. You got to set it up. Though. I got to set it up. Okay. Listen, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. That sets, sets the stage. Barley was dead to begin with. Very dead. He was just, he was so dead. That's what they told me. He was unbelievably dead. By the, by the authority vested in me as president, by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including the Federal Property and Administrative Services Act of 1949, as amended, 40 U.S.C. 101 and 12. That's a lot of numbers, folks. Uh, it is hereby ordered as follows. And there's a lot of information here regarding free speech being the bedrock of American democracy. I encourage you to read all of this. This, by the way, more than the Green New Deal. Um, at one least, topic. At least more than five. Yeah. So It's not a new Al Pacino movie and social justice for all. This is actually just about one topic, social media, and it's more than the Green New yeah. Deal. Wow. Nuance. Nuance. So much nuance. So here's, here's what stuck out at me. And again, Monday morning, 9 a.m. Uh, or 10 a.m. Eastern, we'll be doing an entire episode, Good Morning Mug Club, Barely Legal with Bill Richmond. He's a great lawyer. Thank God he's on our side. Online platforms, however, are engaging in selective censorship that is hurting our national discourse. Tens of thousands of Americans have reported, among other troubling behaviors, online platforms flagging content as inappropriate, even though it does not violate any stated terms of service. We know exactly what that is. The rules were yeah. changed because of us on YouTube. Yeah. It was declared, and, that, and that's so concerning, right, because we've experienced this personally. YouTube came out and said we did not violate any rules. Yeah. The media interpreted that as though we had. And so, the, so then YouTube felt like they had their balls in a vice, and they had to change and create yeah, new rules that we may violate, and that's what happened with the Vox Apocalypse. This is a weird – when people look back through history, Vox Apocalypse, people maybe forget, it was entirely because of 
me dressed as a woman in some videos and making fun of a guy who called himself a lispy queer yeah. using his own words. That's the reason for these changes. <laughs> I just wanted to tell jokes. Um, even though it does not violate any stated terms of service, making unannounced and unexplained changes to policies that have the effect of disfavoring certain viewpoints and deleting content and entire accounts with no warning, no rationale, and no recourse. So this is, again, this sort of uh, would talk to the motive of, of stopping political bias. Uh, later on down here, it says, several online platforms are profiting from and promoting the aggression and disinformation spread by foreign governments like China. Google, for example, which is how you know he was very involved in this, because yeah. yes. it's vague. Yeah. It's vague. <laughs> Several online platforms. Uh, well, I don't know. Who do you think it is? I'm not going to say who it is. Who do you think it, who do you think it is? China, Google. Then it goes right into <laughs> Google, for example, created a search engine for the Chinese Communist Party. We just talked about that yesterday. It's like someone's listening. Which blacklisted searches for human rights, hid data unfavorable to the Chinese Communist Party, and tracked users determined... Uh, appropriate for surveillance. Again, this is, we're talking about the rationale behind this bill, stopping a foreign agent from promoting propaganda and American companies that are more powerful than the American government, mind you, being complicit in that. That's necessary, in my opinion, legally. If we're going to talk about Russia, you've got to be just as concerned about algorithms on YouTube, auto-deleting comments that aren't, right? These aren't comments that called someone a these are com. It wasn't like oh, some guy anti or whatever. Which you know, some determine your race racist term here. These were comments that were specifically targeting the Communist Party of China, that were automatically deleted. Let's be really clear. It's not about race. It's not about offense. It's about the most powerful entities in the history of mankind being complicit with one of the most evil governments throughout the history of mankind. It's a necessary order. Uh, let me see. Let me go through this. Sorry. A little intense with my wife in the emergency room. Uh, section two. Uh, here's it. Prominent among those rules is the immunity from liability created by Section 230C of the Communications Decency Act. Section 23047 USC 230. It is a policy of the United States that the scope of immunity should be clarified. Now, what does that mean? We're talking about safe harbor. Again, that goes back to publisher or platform and what we've talked about when we've had people on this show we've had lawyers we've had guests that said all i want them to do is pick a lane are you a publisher or are you a platform if you say you're a publisher you have the right to edit whatever you want if you say you're a platform and your currency by the way as a platform is your user base and it's predicated on the idea of a massive user base of billions of people and the only reason they're there is because they feel that it's free and open communication then you're not the new york times then you're not the washington post then you're not louderwithcrowder.com you can't make those decisions for individuals. Um, let me keep going here because there's a lot. A little wordy. Reads like a Trump press conference. <laughs> okay, here's a big one. By the, but subsection 230C, number two, qualifies that principle when the provider edits the content provided by others, subparagraph C2, specifically addresses protections from civil liability and clarifies that a provider is protected from liability when it acts in, quote, good faith to restrict access to content that it considers to be obscene, lewd, las lascivious, filthy, outrageous. No. Uh, a little Johnny Cochran there. Uh, excessively violent, harassing, or otherwise objectionable. The provision does not extend to deceptive or pretextual actions restricting online content or actions inconsistent with an online platform's 
terms of service. When an interactive computer service provider removes or restricts access to content and its actions do not meet the criteria of that paragraph, it is engaged in editorial conduct. By making itself an editor of content outside of the protections of this subparagraph, we're talking about, again, safe harbor, we want to be clear, such a provider forfeits any uh, protection from being deemed a publisher or speaker which properly applies only to a provider that merely provides a platform for content supplied by others. It is the policy of the United States that all departments and agencies, agencies should apply Section 230C according to the interpretation set out in this section. Um, that's important. That's about as important as it gets. YouTube, for how many years? What content did you create? Twitter? Facebook? I know you've got a couple series now, YouTube, like Scare PewDiePie, which you had to get rid of because he had an offensive twitchy stream, which we'll get into in a second. It didn't even happen on the platform. Um, you didn't build your sites up by creating content. You're not like even a Netflix. You're not like NBC, ABC, or CBS. You're not. You were like the church bulletin, who people had to, people paid a little commission to be on that bulletin effectively at that point, or to withdraw from the bulletin. You ran some ads on the bulletin. You ran some guy selling guitar lessons with a little phone number that you pull off on the bulletin. That's important, because now you have to decide. Do you want your entire business model, YouTube, to be your original series? Good luck. Or do you want to continue benefiting from the protections that not everyone, but a lot of you have exploited? Okay. Uh, and again, that's really, it's clarifying the taking down in good faith and how it's uh, an inconsistent application of, of uh, the terms of service. National Telecommunications and Information Administration, NTIA, shall file a petition for rulemaking with the Federal Communication Commission, Communications P Commission, that's, I didn't use the plural. Yeah, you didn't. I was getting into character too much with looting the target. Communication Commission! What? I don't like S. It's just, it's a burden. Got to add S's. And I gotta add EDs to what? What am I retired? Um, she'll, file, <laughs> she'll file a petition for rulemaking within the Federal Communications Commission, requ uh, requesting that the FCC expeditious, expeditiously. Can we get uh, half Asian bills done? <laughs> yeah, Propose regulations to clarify. The conditions under which an action restricting access to or availability of material is not taken in good faith, deceptive, pretextual, inconsistent with the provider's terms of service. The result of inadequate notice. That's important. That addresses shadow banning. Yeah. In other words, let's say there's a hypothetical scenario where someone puts out a highlight reel of everything offensive that maybe you said, which I'm right. so glad that they used up all their powder. Should have kept some dry. Uh, to try and get rid of you, and it's not a violation. But then, without properly notifying you, there are changes made to your channel algorithmically. Mm. Or for some reason, maybe... Uh, let's say Twitter, isn't showing your tweets yeah. to people in the timeline who've chosen to follow you, despite the fact that that always used to be the case, and they haven't sent you proper notification. In other words, if anyone out there is being treated differently on any of these platforms, um, and it can be verified, and you've not been notified, again, that's a problem. I think this is necessary. Result of any proposal. Okay. Um... This is another one. The head of each executive department and agency shall review its agency's federal spending and advertising and marketing paid to online platforms. Ooh, that's a good one. Why does that sting so much? Because while we're talking about Russia, 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 Russiagate, how many Democrats have been running ads on Facebook? How many politicians? How many people who work in, federal, in the federal government or the national government on any level? 
How many people are using their game, paid for through your taxpayer dollars, or a pack? Which often happens, right? How many ads have you seen for Bernie Sanders on Facebook? How many ads have you seen for, I don't know, Gretchen Whitmer, Barack Obama? In other words, if these platforms want to pick and choose losers politically, guess what? No one involved with the United States federal government can be advertising because we can't be giving you money. That's not allowed. That goes back to propagandist Chinese Communist Party. So is Russia the biggest concern? Okay, let's make sure there's no Russia and no Biden ads. Wanna play by those rules? I think it's necessary. Uh, what do we have? This page is empty, mostly boring. Uh, section five, state review of unfair deceptive practices. The attorney general shall establish a working group regarding the potential enforcement of state statutes that prohibit online platforms from engaging in unfair and deceptive acts and practices. I feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory. Then this one right here says uh, monitoring, that's talking about some issues, uh, item, line items, monitoring or creating watch lists. This is something that stuck out to me of users based on their interactions with contents or users and monitoring based on their activity off of the platform. Now I'm not entirely sure, but I feel like this is in here because everything is in here very purposefully, which I'm actually really happy with because sometimes, sometimes Donald Trump, I almost said Barack Obama. <laughs> um, he shoots from the hip, Donald Trump, and obviously this is something that's been drafted up not by, just by Donald Trump, but this seems pretty methodical. This seems pretty thought out, and I was concerned because we just saw the tweet yesterday, I believe. People thought this was being drafted up out of nowhere. Yeah. This is almost a, a timeline of all the grievances that we've seen with social media saying, all right, that's not going to happen anymore. This isn't just coming out of thin air. So in this case, a um, good example would be Alex Jones. Alex Jones was banned for off-platform statements. Yes. Whether you like them or not, whether you think they're horrible or not, he was banned from platforms for things that he said that weren't on that platform. In other words, this is included there, and it's not just Alex Jones, this has happened with many people, because we've seen this happen. And that's a violation if it's a public utility, if this platform benefits from the Safe Harbor Act, that's a violation of the protections from which they benefit. When they did it with Alex Jones, when they've done it with us. That to me is important and it's powerful. And I wanna see if there's anything else in here. No, there's nothing else in here. So I will say this, let me just, not to take any shots at him. I love Ben Shapiro, I think he's right on a lot. Um, and I think he's right in spirit to be apprehensive of this because we've talked about how I don't want the government to be in charge of what sites can and can't say yeah. uh, because that can change. Then it be can become the next, it could become President Whitmer and she can decide what can and can't be said. But I do think it's within the role of government to ensure that people are being honest, that they are not engaging in deceptive business practices, and that they are not benefiting from legal protections that they have no right from which to benefit. So Ben Shapiro, let me tell you where I think that he, it's a disagreement, and I think that he's wrong, but I understand the concern and I appreciate it. He said, uh, he tweeted out that here's the inevitable effect of destroying 230 of the CDA. All comment sections will be taken down. No website has the resources to actively edit all comments in order to shield themselves, shield themselves from liability, and no website is willing to leave comments entirely standards-free. Then he tweeted, the invitation to redefine unfair business practices to include uh, comment policing-based lawsuits will likely not end well for conservatives. I see the appeal, but I'm wondering just why conservatives are suddenly so unconcerned about political bias among regulators. Um, because this isn't putting the, the power in the hands of regulators. This is, this is what's concerning. Well, not this is what's concerning. This is where I think that Ben uh, Shapiro, respectfully, and I know I'm not a lawyer, and I'll be told that, and I want everyone to be respectful. Um, 
And it's not, Ben is just saying this. A lot of conservatives are saying this, and I understand the argument because I once felt that way. We're not giving undue power into the hands of regulators. The power is already there. The power is already there with regulators, uh, with our government, to recognize entities as public utilities or platforms. Right? We already do that. Certain entities benefit from safe harbor laws and protections. Right? That already exists. So this isn't giving new sweeping power to the government. It's now making these companies who are more powerful than the government pick a lane. That's what I see happening. If this were saying, and Donald Trump can pick who stays or goes on Twitter or some board that Donald Trump appoints, I'd have a problem. That's not what we're seeing here. And even more, what I actually find um, really inspiring here is this, this reads the same for conservatives as it does for liberals. Anyone out there who supports freedom of speech, anyone out there who doesn't think that people should be shadow banned, who doesn't think that offensive speech should be removed just because someone in Silicon Valley, be it Jack Dorsey or Mark Zuckerberg or Susan Wojcicki, deeming it offensive, this is a good thing for you. I'm more concerned about them having unfettered power, which is what they have right now. And the government has this current power. It's about exercising it correctly and defining the parameters that have kind of been skirted. And how can you argue that they shouldn't? When especially recently, let's get rid of ourselves and the Vox apocalypse and conservatives, they've automatically edited comments critical of the communist Chinese party. And here's something else where I think it's wrong. Uh, this is not going to be affecting conservative websites for the same reason that it won't be affecting the New York Times or the Washington Post. And it shouldn't, by the way. I want conservatives to be very clear on this because YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, I'm just reading uh, the tweets again here, um, them policing comments themselves is very different than, say, the New York Times or the Washington Post. Uh, or, let me use a closer analogy, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube deleting comments that they deem offensive is very different than a user on that platform deleting comments on their own channel. In other words, Karen can delete your COVID data that she doesn't like on her Facebook post because that's her Facebook page. That's why she has a delete button. Facebook doesn't, if they're a public forum, if they benefit from safe harbor, does not have the right to preempt Karen, as bitchy as she may be, does not have the right to preempt her decision to remove something from her personal profile. Karen can remove it. Facebook can't. New York Times can pick who publishes. YouTube can't. Washington Post can edit the comment section. Loudoscredit.com can edit the comment section. The Blaze can edit the comment section. YouTube, provided that it's not violating actual law that we have, active threats of violence, right? Laws that have already been outlined in this, in, this, uh, in this piece of legislation for a while. They don't have the authority to do that. Um, and again, this is, I want to drive this home. New York Times is a publisher, just like an individual on Facebook. Facebook itself is not, and they benefit from the individual publisher on Facebook. The people who use the platforms are the publishers. The platforms are designed to court and benefit and monetize publishers. They are not supposed to be publishers themselves. And that is a really great territory that's been a huge problem and has made Americans less informed, arguably, than ever before, should they choose to be. So I just think a platform, particularly one that benefits from the safe harbor, right, they necessarily, um, they need to be precluded. I will say this, this, this is the main, and then I do have to get going, and Monday we're going to do an entire, I guess deep dive is the term now into this, um, into this executive order. Um, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, take your pick, whoever to Instagram. If there have been any of these companies that are benefiting from safe harbor protections, they need to be precluded from making editorial decisions. 
You have to pick one. It's that simple. I've said this for a long time. You have to pick one or the other. Pick your rules. Just let us know what they are. And it seems like the president is hearing us now. He's saying you have to pick one or the other. And you know what, President Trump, um, if you are looking to uh, reach folks who've been uh, championing this cause for a very long time, the largest uh, show ever in the history of YouTube as far as a conservative program would. We'd be happy to welcome you. And if not, you know what? We'll take Donald Trump Jr. as well. He's great. We love him. We'd love to have him on the show. I bet you there, maybe I'll, uh, I'll send him a text with this and tweet. I mean, tweet. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about this because this also, this puts into legalese what we have been trying to communicate for a very long time and a very real fight that we've had to have here at this show. Every, I would say, quarter, we have to entirely reinvent our business model, how we title, how we thumbnail, who we talk to at these platforms uh, to make sure that we're not running afoul. And it just gets to be exhausting because the rules keep changing and they're benefiting from a, they're benefiting from a statute that specifically says companies like them cannot keep changing the rules. This isn't about changing anything. This is about making sure that they don't. This isn't about changing the rules of a platform and a publisher. It's about making sure that people who benefit from being platforms are, pay are playing by those rules, because for a long time they haven't. And I think that's a good thing. Okay, Monday, we are going to see you with my half-Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond. I'll put him in a judge's row. Then you'll believe him. It only takes a time.